Hello family, this is In Christ Alone, your word break for today. And this week I want to begin an interesting series. And um, I'm calling this one Other Names, Other Names. And the goal of this is to look at some other characters that we often don't talk about. You see, when you take the Bible, there are what I would call the pillars, the people whose accounts and whose stories serve as pillars upon which God's redemptive work seem to unfold the way the Bible is presented. So we, we know of, for example, Abraham, and you can talk about Moses, you can talk about David, the kings, and their significant names that are known, and rightfully so. They have their place, their pillars. In the New Testament, of course, our Lord and Savior Jesus appears. That His account is mentioned, and you talk about some of the disciples. These are known, these are pillars, these are major characters in the scriptures. But in between these lines and in between these characters, there are certain names you would find, certain people of whom very few verses may be mentioned, very few words may be said about them. They may appear in probably one verse or two verses in the scriptures, but the impact they seem to have made is so significant that it is worth looking at them. It is worth learning something from their lives and so we want to look at such people in this week we take a few of them and consider their lives and just get some edification from their own lives and the first person we are looking at this week is Epaphras Epaphras a few verses in the New Testament um, mention Epaphras these are mentioned specifically by the Apostle Paul in his epistles to Um, the Colossian church and then to Philemon so in Colossians chapter 1 verse um, 7 he talks about Epaphras he said as you also learned from Epaphras our bond servant in Christ he says who is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf who also declared to us your love in the spirit so he says that Epaphras you know relayed a message concerning their love their love but the main key here i want us to take note of in this verse is how paul describes epaphras he describes him as a faithful minister a bond servant of christ he says he's a faithful minister on behalf of the colossians he's a faithful minister and a bond servant of christ indeed we see that epaphras was one of the major you know um, partners of paul in the in the gospel in the ministry to the point that um, paul said that he was his fellow prisoner in christ jesus which means that when paul was writing to the was writing to philemon and was telling philemon that he was in prison epaphras even at that point was in prison with paul Okay, so he was faithful to the ministry. And Paul says that he was faithful in the ministry on behalf of the people. On behalf of the people. More is said of him in Colossians chapter 4. When you read verse 12, it says that Epaphras, who is one of you, a bond servant of Christ, greets you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers. Laboring fervently for you in prayers, that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. For I bear with him witness that he has a zeal for you. He has a zeal for you and those who are in Laodicea and those in Hierapolis. So Epaphras was known again as a bond servant of Christ, but he was also known to as someone who labored for the people 
labored for the Colossian church, labored for the church in prayer. The word labor paints the picture of someone who goes into an Olympic context as though you are fighting opposition, as though you are contesting with others. So Epaphras stood in contention with the forces of darkness for the people that the people will stand paul said that he has such a great zeal for the people the thing i i i I can learn and we can all you know be edified about concerning epaphras's life is that there is greatness there is greatness there is impact when you live for the sake of others you know, Epaphras was a faithful minister. He says, on behalf of the people, for the sake of the people, he was like a spiritual advocate on their behalf. When you live for the sake of others, when you persevere, when you contend, when you pers- pers- you know, you forcefully fight so that others will stand. He says that he labored fervently in prayer that the people may stand perfect and complete in all the, all the will of God. The Christian work should not center only about us. We should get to the point where we want to sacrifice so that others will stand. We want to labor. We want to labor so that others will stand. If you consider ministers of the gospel, people who preach the gospel, the Bible says that these people have a special crown. The reason is that in all the laboring they are laboring, the contention, the accusations that come at them, the, the, the sleeplessness and all the things they do to preach the gospel, they really are doing it so that others will be saved, so that others will be matured. So you see that the, the greatness of such preachers, such ministers of the gospel is in the fact that they are sacrificing for the sake of others. And the same thing with Epaphras, the labor he was laboring, in this case, in prayer. The faithfulness that he was being faithful in was so that others will stand. There is greatness, you know, in sacrificing, contending, laboring for the sake of others. Secondly, I want us to know that it is specifically mentioned that his zeal and his labor was in prayers. One of the things I want to say is that we need to learn to pray for others. We need to learn to not make our own selves the center of all of our prayers. I personally believe that Christian prayers have become too self-centered. Too many prayer meetings focus on you know, ourselves and our needs and our desire for the next car and our desire for the next house and our desire for the next paycheck. It's always about making us satisfied. But we have to get to the place where we contend in prayer. We labor in long prayers for the sake of others. For the sake of others. That is what made Epaphras stand out. That's what made Epaphras appear in the scriptures, in the epistle of Paul. He was known to labor in prayer for the people. We should get to that place, the place of intercession. Our prayers should not only be about our needs. We should learn to intercede for the sake of others. There is greatness in contending and in laboring for others. There is greatness in praying for others. That's what made Epaphras stand out in these scriptures. And that is something that I believe that church today has to learn that we must learn, we must learn to contend in prayer for the sake of others. I wish you a wonderful week. God bless you.